Hey, how's it going? I'm Nick Rockle, Editor-in-Chief of BC Business Magazine. Welcome to the BC Business Podcast. I recently chatted with Arlene Dickinson, President and CEO of Venture Communications, an integrated marketing firm with offices in Toronto and Calgary. Dickinson is also a general partner of District Ventures Capital, an investment fund focused on food and health products. But you probably know her best as a panelist on Dragon's Den during her dozen or so seasons with the show. I talked to Dickinson about how entrepreneurs can survive COVID-19 and how the pandemic has changed business, leadership, and the talent marketplace. What are you seeing in the small business community during the, the COVID-19 pandemic? Um, how resilient are Canadian entrepreneurs at the moment? I think it really is, it has become very, unfortunately, it's become a lot of it has been very sector specific in terms of what I'm seeing relative to how people are, are able to pivot fast enough and, and move into, you know, other, either other areas of service or product delivery. Uh, but uh, listen, I, I think Canadian entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs anywhere are a resilient group of people by nature. They have a lot of grit and determination. They, they can see opportunity where others feel none exists. And, and I do think that they are applying their instinctual, instinctual kind of drive and, and their ability to look at trends and, and trying to get through this in a way that um, they have to. I mean, they don't, we don't have much choice, right? It's uh, do or die right now. Yes. And what business lessons has the pandemic taught us so far? Does anything jump out at you there? Um, I think it's taught the lesson of how, well, listen, the number one thing, and I think everyone's saying it over and over, is that there's the need to ensure that your digital presence is strong. Um, that's for sure. I think that taught a lesson to people who hadn't thought that being um, in e-commerce or online was that important and had pushed that aside. That's, that's a lesson. I think if I think about my own company, Venture Communications, and, and pivoting to, you know, um, service a specific market, which is the food and health space, then I think, you know, the other lesson it taught us is to understand the context of the market and to try and answer the needs of the market and what you see not just now, but into the future and, and not get stuck in believing that what you have done in the past is going to work into the future. Yeah, thank you. And whether they're in uh, Vancouver, Toronto, or St. John's, how can entrepreneurs across the country improve their odds of surviving COVID? Do you, can you share any tips to, to, you know, to help them pull through? Yeah, definitely. I, listen, I think this is a time not to you know, have all the answers as leaders, but to collaborate with your teams, to share and be very transparent and to you know, ensure that you're getting feedback from those around you because, you know, none of us have gone through this before. So we all need to get as many resources thinking together towards a, a positive outcome as we can. So I'd encourage entrepreneurs to work with their teams, talk to their teams, tell them, you know, what you're feeling and, and how you're thinking about the future, get their feedback and, 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 and enlist their support and their help. At the same time, being very empathetic with what they're going through as individuals, um, because they too are afraid and, and concerned and worried because the world is changing so quickly and so much has um, happened in the last little while. So it's a combination of I'd say leadership through empathy, but also leadership through collaboration and transparency. You know, the, the old days of leading from the forefront and yelling charge. I think those that that is not what needs to happen right now. Right now, it's about uh, team team going together and, and solving together. Thanks. And what advice do you have for companies that are seeking funding during this challenging time? Yeah, this, you know, like, listen, there are a lot of, 
it depends on the type of funding they're, they're looking to find, but there is still capital to deploy out there. There's, there are, um, whether it's venture capital firms like mine, District Ventures, or whether it's uh, private equity firms, or whether it's banks and, and uh, other institutional lenders, there is capital out there to be deployed. And interest rates have never been lower, obviously. So now is a good time to think about, can you use debt to help fund your growth uh, or at least keep your business and your doors open? Can you partner with somebody who can help you through this, but also who is believing in your opportunity for the future. Um, Make sure your story that you do tell when you go for funding is one of future realistically planted in today, but, you know, looking to tomorrow so that, you know, it's what happens post COVID is really going to be very important. It's one thing to navigate through COVID. It's another thing to have a plan and a strategy for growth post COVID and, and, and investors are going to want to hear that. Yeah. And as, as COVID accelerates the shift to digital, what opportunities do you see there? For example, how can companies capitalize on the global talent pool? You know, that's it's a great point. I mean, I literally, um, my company, uh, my marketing company, Venture Communications, we just hired um, a talent, um, a very talented executive creative director who came um, from Toronto. And we are really redesigning how we think about talent. I mean, in a world where you can work from everywhere and anywhere, I mean, is the Zoom or whatever platform you're using to collaborate with, online tools have made it so accessible for us to work with anyone. And we're all learning how to do that more effectively. So why limit yourself to the talent that's just in your backyard? Think about talent being accessible all around the globe now and finding the very best you can find. And so the pandemic has actually opened up a huge talent pool to entrepreneurs who previously wouldn't be able to access or resource these types of talent because they were in markets that were either too far away or too expensive. And besides the shift to getting things done remotely, are there any other key features or principles of the new world of work that we're all living in now? Any, any new rules that, that, that come to mind? Yeah, I think there, I, I would think one of the biggest rules is um, the importance of, and maybe this is a little bit of a different topic, but I think it's very relevant. And, and that is uh, about making sure your mental health is strong because you can't build your business or rebuild your business or reframe or restructure your business if you're feeling like you are drowning, um, you know, in your own kind of issues and, and challenges that we all are facing. So I would really recommend that everybody make sure that their mental health is strong, that they are focused on self-care and and getting help if they need it and, and ensuring that they are getting the sleep, the the exercise, the healthy eating, the things that you can do, because we talk a lot about entrepreneurs doing business type things, but I actually think that if the entrepreneur is not healthy uh, physically and mentally, they can't do anything for their business. So focusing on yourself right now, I think is a shift that we are all paying much more attention to. And when it comes to uh, your, your staff, how can businesses ensure they treat their employees fairly, no matter where these people are in, in this, in this new arrangement? By providing flexibility, I, I think if you um, have staff that are, you know, working from around the city or in around the country or into other countries, then what you need to do is make sure that you're providing good touch points for them, that you're checking in with them regularly, providing um, services for your healthcare plans if you have them to ensure that they're utilizing, you know, the um, counseling sessions that they might have access to providing mental health days that, you know, aren't expected, but much needed. 
and being flexible about your work environment. You know, do they have to come into the office? Can you be more flexible on how they come into the office? Can you give them a chance to be able to work different hours because they're dealing with children at home or they're dealing with um, you know, elderly parents at home? I mean, there's a, everyone now has to really pay attention to individual needs and try and structure things that work for their team at the same time that they work for their business. And so you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's really a two-sided equation and as it should be and ensuring that you are um, compensating for some of the things that are the challenges that are happening with people at home. And, and looking ahead, do you see any other leadership qualities that will be crucial? Uh, for example, something like adaptability or yeah, I mean, let's, just using again, you know, venture as, as an example, you know, we adapted by shifting our strategy to focusing on the food and, and health and wellness spaces in Canada and helping businesses in that space. And so we adapted the skill set that we had to serving a very specific market that we believe is going to have requirements in the future. So again, using your skills in the context of today's world is really going to have to be the rallying cry for all businesses. So you have to be adaptable. You have to be able to think differently and not get stuck in paradigms. And that requires more than just your own thinking as a leader, it requires input from many places. 